Welcome. You are listening to The Pod, the best NFT podcast there ever will be. Let's start it. What's up, my friends? Welcome. How are we doing? It's Tuesday. Victoria, what do you think about? How are we doing, guys? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. We're waiting for, uh, from our side, we're waiting for at least one more guy. Uh, let's see if he uh, comes up. Are you guys waiting for, for someone? I think we may have a couple more coming in. We did let our community know, so we'll see. We'll see. They were just on a town hall not too long ago. Perfect. All right. If everyone uh, here right now could just uh, go and retweet the thing, the pin tweets up top, and let's get everyone in here. We're going to have a little bit of a mega space today. Three projects with us. Happy to see you guys here. Um, otherwise, like the the market is looking uh, healthy. What do you guys think? Uh, the the youth is dragging everything up with it. I don't know. Maybe you guys are busy working on your own stuff, but uh, I have good good feelings. I will definitely say that I made some time to get my tube. <laughs> I was one of the lucky people to uh, get my application approved, so I did manage to get it. It was not easy. Um, failed a million times, but luckily I was able to get it like three o'clock in the morning finally. So I am a proud tube holder. Uh, but yeah, this the space is exploding right now. I mean, everyone was in such anticipation for, you know, tubes and what Frank has to bring. And it's just funny because it's like knowing Frank, there's so many things that like didn't go the way he wanted to for this. And it was just funny. I don't even think people were frustrated because that's just kind of how it goes for Frank. It's like nothing goes smoothly, but it always works out. So yeah, we're seeing a lot of projects pump right now. And I'm I'm just excited. It's it's refreshing in this bear market to have something that not only gets people hyped, but literally is what everyone is talking about. <laughs> like I can't go through my Twitter feed without seeing something with the gods or Utes, and it's been really exciting to see that because it's a breath of fresh air in this market. Yes, for sure. It was a long night yesterday. I was waiting for for these uh, tubes, but uh, now it's out, and, and uh, volume is starting to come in. And tubes have almost two hundred thousand volume already, not even twenty four hours. Dude, it's crazy. I don't even think they let the waitlist of people go yet. I think that's a little later today. So we really haven't even seen, like, at least yeah. to me, the true influx of what this is capable of. And it's already doing amazing things so early on. Yeah, there's 11,000 minted already. I am myself also on waitlist. So I have to wait for three more hours to try my luck. But, you know, chances Same are here. not huge. Same here. <laughs> sure. We, we hope that we're going to get it. But I believe there's like thousands of us waiting. So. We'll see what will happen. And also, I think if you have a dead god, uh, you can you can claim it whenever you want to. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's totally different than what we've seen in the space. I mean, the application process is just and totally... There is, I heard some alpha about Dust, and they didn't want to say, of course, not confirming, but they're talking about Coinbase. If nice. If get through, then your Dust will explode. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. Damn. All right, guys, uh, we got a, a bunch of people joining us. Uh, let's start. Again, guys, uh, let's get everyone in here. Go to the tweet up top. 
uh, retweet that. So let's get everyone in here. Um, so what's happening today? Um, yeah, we're going to have three projects with us. Um, we're going to have Artificial World, we're going to have Rethink, we're going to have Soul Totems. Um, exciting. We're going to talk some AI art, of course, some totems, and some Web3 jobs. Um, would love for you guys to just give us a brief introduction about your product and also who I'm speaking to. Um, so let's start with that. Who want to go first? Let's start with Artificial World. I say, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for the words. Hope everybody has a really great Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Artificial World is um, AI collection of first, first Genesis Mint is going to be punks, artificial punks. It's made in Dream program and finished in Procreate on Apple iPad. So it's, it's AI and then finished with Procreate. Um, there's going to be 444 supply and it's one-on-one -on -one art. Of course, there's no traits, no attributes. That's the, re the reason for this is also we could make also some traits and attributes also after but we decided not to because we don't like so much the idea of rankings and rarity because there's so many collections which I don't know rank one, two, three, five, and then you check the rank 500 or 1000 and it looks better than rank one. So the, our logic is if you like the art, if you like the piece, then you have it and you give the value, you give the rank to it, not some attributes or traits. That was the idea why you want to have one-on-one -on -one collection. The other thing is that we have already prepared second and third, which is not going to be minted, but it's going to be airdropped to our holders. If you like get OG roll, which nobody has yet because we don't just give it out, you have to earn the OG roll um, and show that you're really going to be active, not just to get free stuff. Um, you can also later on lose it or you can also get it in two months. So it's not just the first who comes to Discord has OG role. We actually did not want to have Discord at the beginning because of some bots and because we are one-on-one -on -one collection. Um, it's not like regular project. It's not, it doesn't have such a kind of roadmaps, but it's just the one-on-one -on -one artists um, which come together, love the art. And in the fourth, actually we're going to combine more different one-on-one -on -one artists, um, which we're going to make collection together. So we're going to promote also some other artists there. And yeah, the second collection is going to be Jokers and the third collection is going to be Cyborgs. And you can get it if you want to hold free 400%. You're going to get it airdropped in your wallet if you hold three punks. So free the Genesis one or if you have OG roll. Because the second and third collection, the supply is only going to be 150, 100 to 150. So that is in short. We're going to keep it simple. And it's all going to be about art and building a community, a small boutique community. Perfect. Yes, so we have a small supply as well. All right, um, thank you. Um, also, I want to encourage everyone, like listeners, uh, we want to try to keep it li uh, lively. So we want to try to keep it active. Any inputs on like AI art or anything uh, these products talk about, come up, ask your questions, and uh, let's have some good discussions. and all learn something today. Um, Soul Totems, welcome. Who am I speaking to? Give us a uh, Hi, guys. So I'm representing a uh, Salt Atoms project. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> uh, I want to introduce this project uh, to this community. So uh, we uh, we are uh, building and uh, we almost finished our product. So it's an uh, entertainment website with few nice features. And uh, uh, we 
we will release it to live tomorrow. So uh, it will be before before the mint. So our mint date tomorrow, uh, uh, 6 p.m. o'clock. Yes, and uh, uh, this product will have uh, few nice features. So our our customers will be able to to buy auction. So uh, you will be able to buy a random NFT or NFT from specific collection. Uh, clients will be able to vote for auctions. So choose which collection uh, will be presented. Uh, on the next auction, also there will be random boxes, and we will introduce staking for our our holders. So holders will be able to receive benefits from holding uh, our NFT, and also we'll have a revenue sharing for our holders too. Yes, nice. and and our supply is. Uh, 2222 NFT and price is 0 0.5 Solana. Right, the minting tomorrow. Good luck on that. We've seen like the, the collections minting like the past few days have been uh, selling out and some have been doing really good on, on secondary. So I wish you all the best on uh, mint. All right, let's uh, listen to Rethinkable as well. Uh, matching talent with an abundance of opportunities in Web3. Tell me about this. Appreciate that, Adam. Thanks for the introduction. Hey, guys, my name is John. Um, otherwise, I go by Jay Porta on Discord. I am with the marketing team, and also I run the spaces for Rethinkable. So Rethinkable is a free Discord bot and web application um, for helping you guys enter into the Web3 space. So there is three things that we identified when we started building this project out. Uh, three problems that we saw and we wanted to come up for solutions. The first one was a central hub for people to actually get jobs and enter into the Web3 space. There's a lot of different projects hiring, a lot of people looking for work, but it's really hard to find a central place where you can kind of apply, apply your skill sets and find a job that matches you up with what you're looking for. So we wanted to create a central hub so people can find these projects, network with them, you know, build their resume, submit their resumes, and potentially get their foot in the door for Web3. The second problem we identified was verification. So sometimes when you're applying for these jobs or projects are trying to talk to you, they don't know who you are. And not so much in a doxing sense, but in a sense of verifying, like if you said the work that you did, you actually have done, whether you're a collab manager, moderator, developer. So we wanted to come up with a system to help people actually um, solidify or validate what their actual skill sets were. So we do that by different means, and this will be incorporated into our web application where you can like link your Twitter, link your Discord, um, we'll have achievements of certain things, educational courses. So this way people can actually see that what you're saying you've done in the past, there's actually some validity behind it. The third thing was a payment system. Um, a lot of times for anyone who's worked in the space or kind of getting started, one of the big issues that we realize is that you'll do all this work for a project or whatever it may be in hopes to get paid. Well, we're doing an on-chain payment system this way that you can actually get paid for the work that you were supposed to do. Um, this way the project can go ahead and help us set that up with other vendors that we have so we can have an on-chain payment system to make sure that when you complete that work, whether it's you know, uh, just a fee for service for a couple weeks, like let's say a temporary job or more of a long-term job that you're actually getting paid for this. So those were three things that we saw that we really wanted to try to help move the system forward, to have that central hub, to have the verification, and also to have that payment system in place. We currently have our web application in development 
Um, the big thing that we're looking and striving to be is the LinkedIn of Web3. So if you've used LinkedIn before, or if you've ever like kind of just played around on LinkedIn, that is essentially what we're trying to replicate for this space. Um, our latest tweet that we put up actually this morning gives you kind of some insight on what the cosmetic look of the actual platform is going to be as we start to build it out. Different functions, analytics, you'll get to see how many people applied for a certain position. So this goes really in detail with what we're looking to do, which complements our Discord bot, which right now is implemented in about, I'd say 120 to 130 Discord. So we've actually partnered with over 100 people, 100 projects, where they're using this bot for free. People are submitting applications. They're getting hired. We have about over 1,700 applications to date over the last couple of weeks using this Discord bot, which again is free. And we have, I'd have to look back at the numbers, but probably a little more than 60 people have actually been hired using our platform. Even some of our own team members, we utilize that as well. And this is something that we try to make really easy where you can go through, search by different jobs, whether it's marketing, moderation, a formal pop-up that we try to keep simplistic, where you'll fill in things like your resume, your Twitter link, you know, why should we hire you and some other questions that we can go ahead and relate that back to the project to match you guys up with your perfect fit. And that's a little bit about us. I haven't updated my LinkedIn ever since I went full-time Web3. So this is perfect. Now I can finally um, have my, my uh, Web3 uh, jobs at a platform as well. I was going to say you can update it with us. So that's perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, my friends, what do you want to dive in first? We have three projects, uh, all very interesting stuff. Um, Got to go for some time here about all of these. DK, is, where, do you want to, where do you want to start? Uh, is, are any of the projects on a timeline? I guess we start with that. Does anybody have to get out of here earlier? Um, before we do that, Adam, I believe the founder of Soul Totem is down in the audience. I'm not sure if he wants to come up. Yes, feel free to come up. Just request. Right, let's start talking some Web3 jobs. Um, is the platform ready? Great question. So the platform's currently in development right now. As of like a week ago, we actually had it just about finished, but we're going back to critique some things that we actually want to change and make it just more appealing. Um, I'm sure anyone who owns a project or a small business, this is like one of those things where we want to perfect it. Like this is our baby. Um, this is something when we push it out, we really want that wow factor that simplicity factor when we push it out to the masses. And so we're continuously working on it. Ironically, um, our Discord bot is actually something that was our phase one, and we didn't expect it to take off as well as it has. And because of that, we actually are building out some more features with the Discord bot. It seems like a lot of people are taking interest in being able to apply for these jobs or list for jobs through Discord, making it a little easier. But as we build that Discord bot out, we are currently working on the web application. So that should be coming out relatively soon. Right. Exciting. And you also, uh, if I got it right, you also have an NFT collection you're going to pair with this, right? How does those fit into to this platform? So actually, so an NFT collection is on the table, but we have nothing concrete yet. Um, the team is going back and forth on whether we would like to do an NFT collection. We really want our sole focus to be this web application and social platform that we're building out. So an NFT collection is on the table, but it's not something that we've really cemented yet we have had meetings and gone over artwork and different concepts so it continues to be um a priority but we're just kind of seeing where we want to go especially with the market but the focus right now would be our our social network and the web application along with our discord bot all right perfect 
Um, how come you, I'm curious, because I have a, a background in working for all different products, uh, you know, everything from multi community manager, collab manager. Um, how did you uh, come up with this? Is this something you just saw as, a, as something that was missing in the market or do you have a background in like, I guess, especially like payments because that's where I see the biggest uh, struggle right now, getting paid from the product. Agreed. And yes to both questions, actually. So we saw a massive gap in the in the market or in the space, so to speak, where we just didn't have something like this, right? We think of LinkedIn, we think of how big it is for networking and resume building and connecting with people. We just don't, we have that, but more in an unofficial way in this space. So we wanted something a little more central so people had a place to go to where their goal was directly focused on in our platform. Um, we have a rather large team with various different backgrounds. Actually, David, who's in the crowd below, he's one of our outreach guys with business development. Development. And we have a very large background with the people we have, some of which are small business owners um, in the financial industry, small banking industry. So they come from a background with financials, analytics, um, working with VCs. So we have a very large background in building businesses up from the bottom up and being able to structure it the way we want for longevity and to make sure it's a sustainable business. But uh, did I get it right? Like you also have some system in place to, to like... Um... Yeah, both agree on on the payment and also for the for the people working to get paid. Correct. That's something that we're building out with the web application. Um, some features that we're going to have, as well as some third party vendors, to make sure that this is not just a safe environment for people to get paid, but also to make sure that it is you know it's focused on making sure that you're getting taken care of for the work that you're putting in. So that's something that's being implemented, developed, you know, as we continue on. And um, something that we're really excited for, of the three things I mentioned, I think the payment, like you mentioned, is probably my favorite because for someone who talks with people, you know, just about every day about finding jobs and, you know, like what's the right salaries or payments for things, this is exciting for me to have something where people can actually, you know, find comfort in knowing that they're going to be taken care of at the end of the day, as long as, of course, you know, they provide the work that, you know, they were requested to do. All right, we've got some hands. Uh, let's start with Future and then TK. Future, welcome, my man. What's up? Hey, thank you, brother. Um, I'm just curious about if, would you be able to just give us a rundown on uh, the kind of security? Because uh, the first thing that comes to mind is any kind of, if, if any kind of issue with this central network that you have would not only affect the team paying, but also the uh, one on the receiving end as well. So that, you know, it's kind of like a double whammy if anything goes awry. Yeah, great question. So obviously security is always going to be at the upfront of everything that we do because we want to make sure that not only that our people are taken care of, but they feel safe using our platform. So as we kind of venture into developing this out and working on the different features, we're looking at different vendors, working with our developers to make sure that we have this exactly where we want it to be without going into like the intricacies of it. But in terms of the security, we want to make sure that this is something that, you know, excuse me, that is not only smooth, but something that people feel safe using to make sure that, you know, again, they find comfort when they're using the system, the social platform, the web application to make sure that everyone is taken care of. Awesome. And uh, just one more thing. Um, I was also curious about, you know, say, say, because I know you said it could be like a short term thing, possibly like a long term thing. I'm assuming the concept is to say, you know, we have your weekly pay in hand um, for the the team or the uh, project that would be paying, uh, you know, one of the workers, regardless of the position. Um, 
if they were going to do something that was like month long, two month long, I just wanted to kind of put an example out there to see how you guys would handle it. Would that be something where the team paying the worker would be obligated to pay outright the full two months so that you can verify all of your weekly payments are here? Um, yeah, because I don't know if that, that may be difficult for some teams to do. But, yeah, I was just curious about how you guys would handle that a longer term yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, and again, it kind of goes both ways, right? And I get where you're coming from, because that's a question we've gotten as well is from a project perspective, they may not have the funds currently to put up for the work that they're looking to do, but they know over time royalties, other initiatives that they're doing that they'll be able to provide that. But the applicant who is looking to get paid that money. So that's something that we're working through as well to figure out what is the best way for us to make sure that these people are getting paid, whether it may be upfront if they have it. Let's say they only need two weeks worth of work. Let's say they are looking to hire a developer for a short task and they're not looking to pay past that, right? Or say they're looking to hire a collaboration monitor, manager to get them through up to Mint or something in that situation where it's a little more long-term, say a couple of months as they're building it out, but also to make sure they're taken care of at the end. So there's a lot of different ways that we can kind of revolve around, especially when we're talking to our team members who have that background with the financials or the small business who've worked and networked with people to kind of figure out what is the best outcome for everybody, where we don't put a, a project or an applicant in a squeeze where they have to take like a leap of faith. And to some extent, you may have to right when you're signing up for a job and doing work, but we want to try to make this as seamless as possible to make sure that both parties are happy and they're getting what they want kind of out of the deal, so to speak. Awesome. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, appreciate the questions. Thank you. So you'd mentioned comparing prices that moderators, devs, everything gets paid. Where are you getting that information and where can I see that information? I, I would be curious of a base dev to a base mod to an experienced of each of those. In terms of what, salaries? Correct, yes. So when I'm talking about the the payment in the sense of when they're discussing it, it's more so along the lines of what they're agreeing to, not necessarily what we're stating that X dev or X collaboration manager should make, more so in a terms of when this project is hiring and they're discussing what they feel is a comparable salary or payment, that they're discussing that. And that's something that we help them to make sure it facilitates so they're getting paid for it. Not so much that we're stating what you know the X, Y, and Z developer is saying that their worth, if that makes sense. Right. It, it was, I was confused with the uh, verbiage of it because I was like, oh, man, there's there's people out there putting matrices together that kind of show what in a novice, a mid experience and what a higher experience level of all of those get paid and are starting to get paid. I would love to see some kind of sheet or chart or any kind of information that someone's gathered to make sure people are getting paid fairly because you guys are going to see that firsthand that some projects are going to offer people and then they're going to offer the others are going to offer the world. I agree. And I think this is something that's going to be reflective um, as we collect data, especially through applicants. Like we've gotten asked a lot, is there going to be a way to see how many applicants apply for a certain job? And I think that's going to be comparable to what they're paying compared to others. Um, me personally, and I know others as well, there are different pay structures depending on what you do, depending on the project's limits, um, what's in their budget. You know, you could go to one community and they pay a manager, you know, a collaboration manager, you know, I'm just using an example, say $5. You go to another one, they pay them $50. So it's very different depending on their budgets and what they expect of their people, as well as the workload. Um, 
you know, we've noticed that, and again, other people know this as well, is that some expectations are, it's very broad across the actual ecosystem and what is being hired and what the expectations are for them. So not that we have any information on what they should be paid, more so we'll see that over time is when we break down analytics and statistics showing like, okay, we're seeing that this subgroup is focused on this. And then when we start looking at our numbers, seeing that maybe it is because of pay or maybe it is a flexibility in a schedule. So we can start accumulating statistics on that. So people have that when they start looking for things and when they compare their skill sets with that. Right. I, I would love to see you guys because you guys are going to have that information in, you know, three months, six months, a year from now. So because everyone else coming in, like a lot of these, like I've seen people just, for example, like just a simple Discord mod. I have seen such a wide like pay range, like you're taking that much or damn you're getting that much like all over the place so when all these other businesses and corporations and people just want to know like how much should i get paid to be a mod i would love to see, see that if, if you guys could just keep that information and make it public for everyone coming into web3 that'd be amazing yeah i agree and that's something that we're going to see as we build out those statistics i mean i agree with you like um so I actually am head of collaborations and I help out and advise some other projects as well. And it's amazing, like the fluctuation, like you were saying, like collab managers, for example, I've seen people get paid based on how many heads they bring into a server. Like there's actually a, I hate to say the word bounty, but there's a dollar amount on every person that's brought into that discord, as opposed to someone who's getting paid a, you know, a flat fee of say 2% or 3%. Then others, I've had other projects that say, hey, we have a total of five that we can spread across our collaboration managers. You know, whoever is engaged the most and bringing in the projects and et cetera, et cetera, they're going to get the top percentage, right? Maybe 3% and the other 2% is split up. So everyone has their own way of doing it, which I think is good because as a business, you have to have your own structure. You have to abide by what you're comfortable with, but at the same time, be able to some extent push the boundary so you can show that you're competitive kind of across the board, right? Because we've seen it with some projects. Um, I was speaking with someone earlier who is a moderator at one particular project and they get, they get paid a decent amount, more so than I know for some other ones, right? But it also depends on what that project's bringing in. So I think it's really, it's just kind of based on how the project's doing overall. But I agree with you. I love to see statistics because there's so many varying numbers depending on what your specialty is or your niche. Oh, 100%. I, I really look forward to seeing seeing all that. I'm, I'm a numbers and a stat guy. So seeing things like that with the pro, like the, just the total progression of the eco space to make it easier for everybody. I think I love it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, I can totally appreciate that. I'm a numbers guy myself when I start to look at things like, oh, that is not what I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> Exciting stuff. I wonder what Twitter spaces calls get paid. Just don't share that with TK. But uh, otherwise, I would be curious. I also see we have pre-so-city. Pre-co-city. Sorry if I pronounced it entirely wrong. Do you have a question? Welcome. Yeah, it's pre-co-city. Yeah. Hey, Welcome, my friend. Yes, we hear you. So, um, before I ask my question, um, concerning the, you know, um, the amounts that uh, the moderators or collab, collab managers should take, I think maybe a surveyor would be good for those that have worked in those areas, those line of work that can so that it can help you to get the right um, amount that is being paid in the with three space. And so um my question, I think I've been using the the thinkable um job uh, bots and um I've made some observation. So I don't know, I know the bot is still new, but I, I don't know if you are looking into that. Um, concerning that, um, 
I think there should be maybe after because after filling the form, the form comes down and asks you to confirm. I think there should be a a, a space for editing. What do you think? I kind of lost you on that last part there, but um, yes, when you apply for the thing, it actually asks if you want to confirm at the bottom. And the main reason for that, right, is you're submitting an application. We just want to make sure that you're confident in what you put, you know, just in case you made a grammatical error or something along those lines. I think you mentioned that uh, you wanted a separate box in there. I just couldn't hear what it what you thought it was for. I, I was saying um, like it's a, a, a box for maybe editing in case someone has getting something and or you just want, you forgot to add something. Something like that. Oh, kind of like an, um, an addendum, I guess, in a sense, right? You're just kind of adding something you forgot. Yeah. yeah. That, so we don't have that as a feature, but what we can do, um, and I know uh, you're one of our more active members, and I appreciate you very much because I know you've been asking a lot of good questions and whatnot. Um, so you can actually, in that case, let's say you forgot to submit something or uh, a skill that you feel is relative, but haven't didn't add it right because sometimes we look back and we're like hey you know what that may be actual use to the project or use to the business you can actually open a ticket and what we can do is we can reject the application so you can go ahead and fill it out the way that you actually want um so just so you know and anyone else so when you submit an application it actually comes to the rethinkable team first and the reason for that is is we not so much look at it to see the what the value the applicant is providing, but to make sure that it's appropriate, that there's no spam links in there or anything that may cause the project or say someone else to be harmed by it. So everything is kind of manually looked at by our onboarding team and the team that we have kind of behind the scenes to make sure these applications are appropriate. It doesn't matter to us if you have zero experience or 20 years experience, because that's up to the project to determine if they want to, you know, look at that a little further as an applicant. But we look at it to make sure that everything on there is just appropriate. Um, and if it's not, then we do reject it back. But if there's something you want to add or change, by all means, you know, just open a ticket and we can reject that back so you can go ahead and fix it. Yeah, that is great. Now I know. Uh, I, I, I've I've forgotten what I want to ask, but if I remember, I will ask more. Perfect. Thank you for the question. Well, I had another question. So do you guys, since you're getting a lot of information on people, is there any sort of docs section, doxing section um, for docs members and non-docs members with what you guys are doing? Because it sounds like, like you could walk that thin line of having a doxing service kind of with it and then having your undocs. Correct. So doxing will be a service that we're going to provide. Um, one of the things that we brought up is there's some people who want to remain anonymous, which I can appreciate. Um, there's others that don't have a kind of laying their stuff out there, um, depending on what that project wants. So this is going to be an optional thing for a doxing. So if there's a particular project, and this kind of ties into um, a review system that we're looking to do, sometimes a project may say, hey, we want you to be doxed to be a part of our team or to kind of let you in on the inside. But you may not feel so safe about that because you don't have too much on the project. So we want to come up with a review system for people who either worked for that project or whatnot so they can actually rate it. So this way you have some validity behind it, but also you have the option to dox yourself um, if you choose to. Some people are going to, some people don't mind. Like I said in the beginning, I told you my name was John, right? Probably eight months ago, I wouldn't have told you that. You know, it just depends on how comfortable the people feel. But at the same time, at least someone in my position, I want to be transparent because I want people to know that you know, I'm here to help you. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to do anything else but help you. And we want them to feel safe when they're using that platform. So doxing will be an option, but it's going to be optional. It won't be a requirement. And for any reason, if you're applying to a position that requires you to do it and you're not comfortable, don't do it. I mean, it's totally up to you what you'd like to do. It's your comfort level. So going on the doxing thing, is, is your team doxed? So our team is doxed. Um, we also, we're in the middle of putting out 
our Gitbook pitch deck and everything else where when we reformulate our website, it is actually going to have us. So we actually we actually talked about this two days ago, if we wanted to put our full pictures up or if we prefer to use PFPs. So it is on the table. We're not opposed to it by any means, because at the end of the day, you know, if we're providing a service that is allowing people to network and provide information and, you know, kind of get into some nitty gritty details, we don't feel it's right for us to withhold anything. So we want to make sure that we're doing that as well. Which way are you guys leaning towards putting PFPs or not? Because I'd be kind of torn on that because it's a it's a Web3 environment. But I understand the importance of <clears throat> you guys having the business and doxing. Like, do you do both? Like, put your, your normal PFP and your person? Or what are you guys leaning towards? So for me, it's weird because in this space, um, if I'm not behind Rethinkable, I usually have a pesky penguin because I'm actually their DAO president. So I live and die by that PFP normally. Um, but in terms of what we're trying to build here, I personally don't have a problem putting my picture up. That's me. But again, it's a personal choice at the end of the day. I think the, the team as a majority is comfortable with it because who they are, like what they're coming into into this space, it's not about not doxing to them. It's about providing something and expanding on Web3. So many of them are open to it. We want to make sure that everyone is comfortable when they're doing something. So we want to make sure that, you know, people again, feel safe with us, but also that our team members feel safe. But that actually, I think it was like two days ago that we actually had that discussion that we were building it out and having the discussion on, are we going to use our actual pictures, like business type pictures where people can see us and know we're real? Or do we want to go more of the, how the ecosystem is and stay behind the PFP? So that's something we're kind of going with. Because again, we want to tie it together, but at the same time, be transparent as to who we are and what we're trying to bring to the table. I'm going to use my Blocksmith on your platform. I'm all <laughs> about it, buddy. Do it. I love Blocksmith. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Stallion. Welcome, David. So you just joined us. Welcome, guys. What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? We're doing good. We're doing good. We talked about it earlier. Market is looking good. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I've been I've been tuning in, just hearing the conversation, and I'm also here on behalf of uh, Rethinkable. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say what's up to everybody. I've been enjoying the conversation. Appreciate you, John, for being here. You always kill the Twitter Spaces, and I appreciate you, the Pod, for having us. Appreciate so, you, David. Um. Uh, John, anyone uh, listening that that wanna, and I also want to like when when uh, see some updates and what's happening. How do we get uh, involved? Is it Discord or where do we go? So we usually push it out to our members first. Um, we feel we have an obligation, you know, the people who are spending their time in our Discord, that they kind of deserve those updates first because they're supporting us shortly after we do push it out. So yesterday was a prime example. The video that we put up on our Twitter um, kind of showcasing some of the slides or the, the frameworks of what we're doing for this platform, that was given to the community first. So you can either go into our Discord or follow our Twitter. Um, we're pretty transparent on what we're putting out there. We are also organizing town halls. We had our first one today. I think it's going to be every other week where we're going to go over, over updates, whether it's through the Discord bot or progression of the web application, just so everyone's kind of in the loop. So feel free to do either. Like I said, we're a fun-friendly community. Everyone is very geared towards looking, you know, for employment. So if you're in that boat, you know, you're in the right place. You know, they're talking about networking and the skill sets they have. We have special roles depending on what you feel that you're skilled at, whether it's marketer, advisor, community manager. So you can kind of meet with like-minded people. Um, but those are the two best places to do that so you can keep up on our information. Awesome. All right. So, so I have a question. All right, last one. Uh, we think about you um, planning on maybe um, teaching people on on these jobs that um, that are on the Web three space, or updating them on how to become more better in it. 
Good question. So we're definitely going to be doing education courses. Um, a lot of us have experience in the space itself in certain areas where we found um, success, but also we're going to be bringing in some others to help us, you know, people that may be a little more well-known in the space who have been a fantastic developer or let's say, you know, a founder kind of either to um, help give like a talk or, you know, help provide with some educational information. I feel like some of the best people in the space were, they were just designed to create like a, you know, a spreadsheet in a sense on, you know, how to do something the correct way in terms of like their experience and their skill set. We have some phenomenal collab managers, moderators in this space, and we want to make sure that we make this a collective effort. So we're providing that information. Something that I'm excited about is being able to provide educational material on like, you know, the roles of a moderator, or let's say even a quiz afterwards, right? This way you can kind of unlock an achievement. You can attach that to your profile. This way, when these projects look at you, you know, they can see that you've not only you know, say did the quiz, but you took the time to do the education stuff, right? So even for someone like me who has experience in different areas, like I'm going to utilize that. Why not? It helps me refresh on my information, maybe learn something new from a more experienced uh, collaboration manager or say a marketer. And, you know, you can kind of tie that in. So that's going to be something of use to you guys to be able not only have achievements, but kind of brush up on some things or learn something new in the space because the possibilities are endless. Yeah, great. Um, so after I, I love the fact that and there'll be a quiz on it. And after taking a quiz, will there be like a badge on your maybe name or something that shows that this person has passed the test and has gone through this pre this um, period of training or something like that? I feel like you found my notebook somewhere. <laughs> right? That's what I was going to say. It's like this guy already has our moves. Guys in my DMs or something. Um, so, yeah, we're actually we're looking to do badges or achievements. So this way, when someone looks at your profile, um, they can kind of see what like, you know, the, the highlights of your profile and things that you've accomplished. And we feel that's really important um, because you get out of something as much as you put into it. So if you're doing these education courses, if you're updating your resume, if you're updating your profile, it just shows that you're trying to deal with things. So we want to make sure people are appreciated for that and they get honored for that with these types of badges or achievements. So this way, it's something to showcase to other people, because, again, at the end of the day, a project may get down to two applicants they really, really want, but they can only choose one. Maybe the differentiating factor is the fact that you did some education courses or that you have a fancy badge that the other person doesn't have. That may be the deciding factor, right? We always talk about resumes and make the resume like yours, make it as professional as possible because at the end of the day, some of these people only have a piece of paper to look at if they're going through thousands of applicants, right? So we want you guys to be able to stand out and have the resources to do so. Nice. Right. Thank you for the questions and thank you for the answers as well. Um, exciting. Um, we're sort of doing like a going around all projects, right? Um, so I kind of want to know about the teams of each of you guys, like in, in more detail. Are you guys dogs or planning on dogs? And what's your experience um, in the space and out of the space, really, in regards to what you're building? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'd like to hear from the others as well. But me personally, um, I'm an IRL paramedic and training officer. Um, I've done that for about 10 years now. So naturally, skill set wise, it allows me you know, customer service, give more than I take. As far as the other team members that we have, we come from financial backgrounds. We come from small business backgrounds, which I have a little bit of that as well prior to my um, emergency management background with being a paramedic. Uh, let's see, we have some a lot of business development people. We either network to either within this space to build relationships or outside for business building. Um, 
see financial analysts, people who have worked with VCs closely in building networks and worth, you know, to help reinvest back into businesses. So it's a little more of a broad across. Our team is probably about 10 plus people. Um, I personally plan on doxing. I believe that's where we're going to be favoring in terms of the team. But like I said before, it really comes down to a comfort level. I'm not personally opposed to it whatsoever. Because again, just where we're trying to head with this application in the Discord bot, um, me personally, I think it's a, it's a must. But again, that's my personal opinion. I know the space that kind of is a back and forth depending on what we feel is right or you know what that may be. My friends, we need to move on with the other projects as well. Um, again, anyone listening, uh, I pinned a tweet to the spaces above. Go retweet that. We're going to give away a big bag of love to anyone retweeting. Everyone retweeting. Get a big bag of love. Nice. All right. Let's talk some uh, totems. Uh, thank you, John and David. Uh, exciting stuff. You guys are minting tomorrow. Are you ready? Hi. Yeah. Yeah, we are ready. And uh, there is still, still like a lot of work uh, we have to do. So... <laughs> I believe we are ready, uh, but uh, but uh, meanwhile we are adding uh, like last improvements to our product, uh, so it will be usable. But uh, we are still planning to do redesign and uh, keep adding very useful and interesting features to it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not so a good speaker speaker as a previous guy because I'm more technical guy. <laughs> Apologize. It's no worries. It's no worries. You're a great speaker. So if you were to classify your product in one of uh, the categories like art, utility, lore, is it a brand? What would you say? Uh, I think it's more like utility, but with some uh, like, uh, but uh, with some kind of uh, entertaining. Because it's totally not a crypto casino, but at this time it uh, will be useful for guys who who want to like spend some time uh, and have some fun. Right. So you have these totems, right? How come you decided to make uh, totem NFTs? Uh, uh, this idea came from uh, our from. Uh, one guy from our team so uh, he was talking with uh, with the artists and uh, for some reason they decided to to, to do to do totems uh, i think because uh, i really have no idea but uh, it looks like very attractive so today i was uploading in uh, like all our images uh, 2222 and uh, uh, these images are uh, 3d and they are like very, very neat, very attractive, very clean, and like uh, so. We have different types of totems. Some of them are made from uh, water. Uh, others are made from you know, from uh, from different uh, types of materials, and they look very good. We we spent uh, much time on uh, creating uh, this uh, this uh, NFT images. So uh, our artist thought he spent uh, about two months on them. Two months of work. Nice. All right. So, Gibbons, you told us a little bit about the uh, boxes, right? Uh, do you mind giving us a, a rundown of the utilities you plan on providing to these totems? Oh. So uh, regarding regarding utilities, uh, 
so uh, our main uh, product uh, is uh, the website is this website where everybody can uh, click on uh, boxes and uh, get a random nft and our our holders will be able to do it for free so uh, each uh, few weeks they receive free random nfts and also if they have some penny they can join auction and uh, uh, receive uh, different types of nfts from cheap to expensive just spending very small amount of uh, solana Ah, right. So um, you're also going to be able to pay to open these. So you guys are going to buy NFTs and then give them to your holders, open these boxes. And then I can also pay to open a box with Solana. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, uh, also we plan to attract uh, some amount of traffic. So, uh, and we plan to share our revenue with our holders because uh, we think it's important. And it will be like uh, very good for our holders. So, what type of uh, is it only NFTs you're going to give away in these boxes, or is there other stuff as well? Uh, so, we we plan to add other stuff too. Uh, so, it's not just uh, uh, for now, it will be just uh, NFT, but probably we'll have other kind of. Uh, other types of objects uh, we'll think we'll think about it <laughs> it's just uh, an idea for now we could add like a matter like contact they're all all these projects that have as real tokens right you could contact them make a collab and give away like yeah let's say forge for blockchain different tokens in this ecosystem yeah yeah we, nice. we'll be thinking about tokens too but probably it's too early for this because first we want to like polish uh, all features on our website and uh, like uh, make a new design so to make it perfect and later we'll be adding new features to it right so you're going to start developing this after mint right? oh, no because like uh, website now is like 99% uh, ready it will have auctions and random boxes but uh, like uh, design, uh, it's like more like not very cool, but uh, not not bad. Because we are not going to promise. Oh, okay, we'll do it like a few months later. So we'll do it tomorrow, and everybody will to see what we have now and uh, and check our progress on a weekly basis. Nice. I also read that you, because I checked the, the website, you could also upgrade your NFTs, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot about this feature. So uh, if you have some uh, uh, NFTs on your wallet and you are bored with them, so you, can, you will be able to join upgrade and uh, a random machine will decide, uh, will you receive an other NFT? It will be like more expensive or cheaper NFT, or your NFT will like vanish. So it, I think it will be a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so you, um, I saw that you decided to launch with Nukepad, right? Yeah. 
we had we actually had dictators like super early when they told us about their launchpad, and now I see just everyone going to to Newpad to launch their collection. You have a great good experience with Newpad. Uh, I believe we'll have a great experience because uh, they they are good guys. Nice. All right, guys, uh, listeners, if you have any questions for these guys, feel free to come up. Um, how's the community looking? Are they excited? It's, it's uh, not long until mint. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> I believe uh, our community is uh, is ready to try to try out our website. I'm, I'm very nervous about it <laughs> because I want everything to be working properly wait you're, you're nervous about the mint uh, not about mint but about our product ah right do you think there's going to be any problems anything like you're stressing about uh, a bit but you know if any problem we'll be able to fix it like very quick and update uh, people about about uh, about the fix so so I'm I'm working uh, in web de- in web development for the last ten years. So actually, no big stress. Seva, feel free. Hey, um, one question: um, Is the roadmap dependent on minting out all the collection, or is that um, uh, not the case? Would you have to change the the roadmap if if you don't? Uh, no, uh, our development our development doesn't depend on uh, on our mint uh, because we already have funds uh, to to keep development. So I'm a programmer, and we have other guys who work on it. So it it doesn't depend on uh, do we sell all NFTs or we sell just a part of them. Oh, great! That that's good because right now. Um, Projects are having uh, a hard time, right? And usually, uh, like, like in, in your case, if you have, a, if you do not depend on that, you can uh, keep building. People will notice that, so so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, like programmers are not cheap these days, and if you if you trying to build some project uh, or startup, uh, you have uh, to have a big budget to pay to technical guys these days. Right. Let's see, we have another hand. Feel free. All right. So the question I want to ask: uh, You said um, you'll be giving out uh, one of your utilities um, to be raffling out um, um, NFTs. So how sustainable? How do you want to sustain this? Because I've seen Project do these kind of things, but um, they are not much sustainable. After a month or so, they just they just you, ju- you don't just hear about it again. And they just keep quiet about that. So, how do you? How are you guys? Will you get the fund to sustain it? Did you hear the question? Did you hear the question? Don't talk. Don't hear me. Trying to talk. Hello? 
Still nothing. Maybe if uh, Polko, if you want to come up and take the question. That's not pretty thinkable. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I was actually going to tell him to question too, but it seems like he's having some uh, some rugging issues. You can try just uh, leaving and rejoining the space. It sometimes helps. Where did the AI guys go? Oh shit, I just got a message. He had to run. Ah, oh, that was sad at the end. Tell us. Victoria, you asked. Hello, uh, it's uh, Polko, it's uh, Salt Atoms founder. I think uh, my uh, developer uh, has some issues uh, for uh, their uh, Twitter space. Uh, what question? Uh... Uh, do you want to repeat the question? I think the question, yeah, yeah, repeat yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my question is, um, how <laughs> do you want to sustain the because he said um, one of the utility of the project, which is the foremost utility, is to be um, raffling out uh, NFTs. So uh, my question is, how sustainable? How will you sustain it? Which fund? How will you get funds to sustain it? Because I've seen many projects come out with this kind of utility, you know, free means or whatever it might be, but they could not sustain this um, utility they are, they are saying they want to give. So how do you want to sustain this kind uh -huh. of? It's question about uh, where we we uh, get uh, money for raffling. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's so simple because uh, people uh, will buy uh, tickets uh, for raffle. Uh, when we have a, a, a good supply of tickets uh, for raffle, we will start this, uh, and uh, one of the lackers will uh, win uh, their NFT. Okay, so you have to buy a ticket first before the. NFT raffles. I thought it's when you hold the NFT before you it gives you a chance to partake in the raffles. Uh, I don't understand the question. Right. I I got your answer. I got your answer though. But what I'm saying is, so that means me if I if I let me say I meet this NFT, that means I still need to purchase a raffle to partake a raffle ticket to partake in the NFT raffles that will be given out. Ah, you mean about uh, uh, we'll be we uh, uh, will be we will uh, uh, give giving away uh, our raffle tickets. What yeah, I'm saying is, it's uh, so, simple so simple for us, simple for us. Yeah. because, uh, because uh, our tickets our it's tickets. not uh, uh, too expensive. Uh, around uh, uh, half a dollar, dollar uh, it's uh, no, not not uh, expensive. We can do it for, for wasn't, holders. Wasn't for holders, holders, yeah. Holders just gonna get uh, tickets from what I free, right? Yeah, we uh, we will uh, speak about it uh, with team about uh, can we uh, purchase uh, purchase uh, can holders purchase tickets uh, for uh, our native token from staking? It's a good idea for us, and we will uh, talking about it. Right. Uh, John, did you have a question? I did, I did. So I'm always fascinated with, you know, when projects come up with concept for art. So where was the driving force behind the totems themselves? Oh, you were speaking so fast. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's it's my, my northern uh, personality. So <laughs> um, 
I'm always fascinated with how people come up with the concept for their art and what the driving force is, right? Because it's like a representation of who you are, who your project is. So what was, um, you know, where did you guys come up with the idea for the totems? Uh, do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Looks like we had Mike Richards there again. <clears throat> Everybody still there? Polka. Yeah, I'm still there. Um, uh, <laughs> it's uh, no good, but uh, my English it's not uh, perfect. Uh, but uh, our uh, developer uh, Paul, uh, it's uh, uh, it's programmer and uh, he uh, knows uh, English uh, better than I, and I don't understand what uh, his issue and why he can't talk uh, right now. That's totally okay. We we can revisit it later. It's it's all good. Yeah, why not? Oh. oh guys so no no worries about economy because like we don't promise that we like uh, give you like everything for free uh we will share all uh, uh 90 uh 95% of our revenue to our holders and uh, the total amount depends on uh, do we have revenue or not so if not we'll still have uh, uh freebie nfts for our holders but of course uh, you understand that uh the cost uh, can be like very big. Uh, anyways, uh, if we have like uh, good revenue from uh, not holders, this revenue will be shared with holders. So we don't uh, we don't earn from our holders. We share revenue with our holders. Ninety five percent of holders. Yeah. That's good, that's good. Because the idea is to bring something interesting. Uh, if we just want to earn money, we can build like uh, crypto casino and put traffic into it and uh, <laughs> have, uh, have a fun. Nice, all right. Happy to have you back. Um, do we have uh, any other question for the salt tokens? Yeah, what's the plan for the future? You're gonna have these uh, boxes and the graphics like that, right? Uh, where do you plan on taking this? Like, let's say six months from now. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, so boxes and auctions uh, will be uh, will be ready for uh, for test uh, like uh, tomorrow, I believe. But uh, after the release, we'll keep improving uh, interface and uh, uh, a user experience because for now it's like a bit, uh, a bit uh, not ideal from uh, the artist's point of view. But we believe that uh, feature is more important than how it looks. Right. So you're gonna adapt to the market. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. 
can't remember exactly what was on the side. Um, but I, I, was there something, like you said, something about the sniper bots, right? Uh, yeah, I believe, yeah, we was uh, talking about it. But it's like uh, a plan for, for the future. Uh, we really don't think that we have to release it like pretty soon because now, because now we want to focus on the website itself. Right. So, Soul Totems, is there anything else exciting you want to share with the listeners? Uh, I have I have to say that uh, if you have a minute, uh, please check uh, uh, please check our mint because uh, uh, the idea is is not bad. The idea is good, and uh, uh, NFT image, images itself are good. So please spend a few minutes and check check our NFTs because we we are not planning to give up. We'll see how our mean goes and keep working on our product because the product itself is like a very interesting thing. I'm I'm enjoying spending uh, my time working on it. That's a good thing. And you guys, uh, it was a two 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 supply for point five Solana. And tomorrow, what time is it tomorrow? So everyone is ready. Oh. It's like uh, 6 p.m. Uh, universal time. All right, 6 p.m. UTC. Is the whitelist full? Yeah, uh, we have a uh, uh, big overlocate because uh, right now it's a beer market and uh, the best strategy for sold out is uh, overlocating uh, whitelists. But uh, we have... Uh, few phases uh, for mint. Uh, first phase, it's a uh, new phase mint. Uh, it's a native token of uh, Dictator's collection. Uh, only five persons uh, will will be mint uh, for this token after sellout. Uh, like uh, founders uh, uh, said me, uh, it's uh, no more than two minutes. <laughs> and after sellout, uh, in uh, six and a half uh, p.m., you see, uh, starts uh, OG phase mint, it's a guarantee mint, it's a, a zero, uh, one on all hundred uh, persons uh, for uh, mint. Uh, they have uh, mint uh, free, free NFT for uh, for free other transactions uh, and uh, they have uh, one hour for mint. Uh, after this, uh, we will start uh, veil phase. It's uh, uh, phase uh, with huge overlocate and uh, with huge uh, uh, Azure attach uh, around, uh, uh, let me know, uh, 2,500 two uh, uh, whitelists uh, will be mint. And uh, they, have, they can uh, mint uh, two NFTs uh, per wallet. Perfect. It's a big overlocate, but uh, it's uh, the best strategy for sold out right now. It is. It is. I remember when when products started over allocating whitelist, and it was really like controversial to do, and, and people were kind of mad. But right now, like it's perfectly fine. Like everyone is over allocating the the whitelist, and if you don't over allocate the the whitelist, you're taking a big risk. So it's the new... yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. It's the new normal. All right, my friends. Um, we're gonna 
Um, was there something else? There was something I wanted to say. Do we have any, any other questions for the salt tokens? Otherwise, like, good, very good luck on the mint tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to, to listen and speak in this space. Thank you, thank you. We're going to talk some AI art as well, but uh, the guy uh, said he was in a hurry and uh, left us. Uh, unfortunately, like Victoria asked if anyone was in a hurry, and they didn't tell us, but it is what it is. Maybe he want to come on some other time and we can talk AI art, because that's a hot topic right now. Um, otherwise, let's close the recorded space. We're going to open a hangout space somewhere, so if anyone want to join us, feel free. Um, also, if you guys like to listen to AMAs or projects or in general market topics, make sure you follow the pod. Also, um, I know Salt Dothan, you, you went with NewPad, but the rethink about we're sponsored by Hyperlaunch Live, which is a, I would want to say upcoming, but it's not upcoming anymore. Um, there is product launching on it right now. Uh, and, and Launchpad, so definitely check it out. They're very competitive in the, both the pricing and, you know, in general, the, the, how it works. It's um, customizable and super simple to set up your um, NFT. And also, yeah, customizable, so you can give it how you want. So check it out. And anyone listening who have an upcoming collection, make sure you check it out. Otherwise, guys, uh, anything last you guys want to talk about? Thank you all for coming on. Adam, TK, thank you guys very much. The pod, everyone here for listening. Really appreciate you guys. Um, I know it's hard to take some time out of your day to listen to other people, but uh, I truly appreciate it. It's been fun. Look forward to seeing what both of you guys bring us here in the future. I appreciate you guys for coming. On. Thank you so much. It's been very interesting. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, guys. Tomorrow we also have Mali. I can say TK, Mali, Ficus, Origins, the Soul Clones joining us. Also, two, uh, one upcoming and one already made to the collection. So, sh join us tomorrow.